Thank you for listening to the PJ Party Podcast. My name is Jenny West, and joining me later on in the podcast is Paul Plastino. So during the show and during my newscast, I really try not to show my opinion on politics too much, but I'm going to go ahead and do that here on the podcast. Donald Trump this week, I'm sure you've heard by now, described African nations as well as Haiti and El Salvador as shithole countries. Obviously, I think that this is an incredibly harsh, offensive, and honestly racist thing to say. Now, this, of course, made Canadian news. It made American news. It also made news around the world. But what was kind of weird and, and, and almost funny was that it translated to some pretty confusing headlines across the board. So when shithole countries was translated in Taiwan's central news agency, it turned into countries where birds don't lay eggs. In China, it translated to countries that suck. In Vietnam, it translated to rubbish states. In Greece, it was translated to thieving countries. And in France, it was translated to trop de merde, which means whole of shit. All of those translations were terrible, but I have to say none of them were as bad as the words that actually came from that shithole president's mouth. That's what I wanted to say on the radio, but you know, don't want to get fired. Let's get on to the rest of the program here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 15 of the PJ Party Podcast. I don't order delivery food, like hardly ever. Oh, yeah. Victoria is enough of a small place to me that I will go and just get the food, whatever I want. Good for you. You know I'm even, I've been known to drive to Dunkin' specifically to get Lee's chicken and then come home and eat it. Yeah, that's impressive. I am very lazy and I use delivery services a lot. Yeah, well, that's what I want to ask you because I know it's thriving. I know like multiple people who even they drive for Skip the Dishes and Mm -hmm. in the like in the day and age of Skip the Dishes and all the like internet delivery services and just food everywhere and there's that Accio app and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like plus just classic delivery stuff. You order delivery all the time? All the time, yeah. I had this thought today because... A friend of ours uh, was sick this weekend, and all she did was lay in bed and order food in. She was hungry. She ordered the food in, and she didn't. She said she didn't do the thing, but she was going to uh, write in like the, in the special notes and the special instructions thing online for the person to just come in their house and deliver the food straight to her in bed as she lay there sick. <laughs> and I thought about that. It's such a weird shift in culture where like, if you were a delivery driver, even as far back as five, ten years ago, you went up to the front door, you rang or knocked, and that was it. That was as far as you ever usually went. But nowadays, with that special instruction thing yeah. from the internet, now that it's a meme online as well, you got to write jokes inside of pizza boxes. you got to go into people's houses. you got to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, hopefully they're getting tipped better, too, because, man, if they're going out of their way. But every time I get um, delivery, I do have to put in special instructions, and I feel bad for the delivery people when they come to my place because it's... A mess of a building. I don't know if it's an apartment or like a like, like a storefront. It, it's yeah. very confusing. But I always say, go up the sketchy stairs in the back by the shed, and you just follow them up, and you'll think you're on a deck, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. 
even that, I feel, is not so bad. That's part of, you know, yeah, your, your building's weird. Yeah. But they're still not coming in your house. True. I haven't got that far yet. They're not going in your bedroom. <laughs> which, like, that feels like a weird thing, but that's totally, um, you know, on par for delivery drivers these days. Hello, Zone 913. Hey, so I've got a funny story about delivery. Yeah, mm. please. Okay, so me and my buddy used to order from Boston Pizza all the time to get it delivered to our place, but then they would show up, but we'd be passed out. <laughs> yes. And so the one time we woke up, our front door was wide open, and there was just a menu sitting there with a with a note saying, please don't order from us anymore. <laughs> oh. So this happened more than once. Apparently. Oh, my god. Brutal, man. Yeah. But they did open the door and came into our place. But then you weren't there to pay them. No. But uh, so why didn't they just wake you up then? That's If they came into the house, right? if, if they be in need to that point, why not go and find you sleeping? Because they must have realized what had happened, like, oh, you fell asleep. But at that point, why, as a delivery driver, didn't they just wake you up? I don't know. I guess, like, but, where does the line get drawn, right? Like, exactly, Should right? I go in where there and wake up drawn? this person, yeah. or should I just not give them business anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's easier? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that a delivery exactly. driver could get in trouble if, like, you woke up, right? Imagine and this. They, I imagine you just like, what, what? And you start, like, throwing punches, because that's something what I would yeah, do. exactly. Who's in my house? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, stranger yeah. wakes me up from a dead sleep. Whether or not yeah. the, like, delicious aroma of pizza is wafting through. <laughs> yeah. You should give those, like, special instructions. Like, if sleeping, just come in the house, kiss me on the forehead awake. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So just happy lightly, to see your face. gently wake me up, and yeah. then I'll, I'll pay you. And then, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or even, like, <laughs> tuck the money in your breast pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just right. Yeah, exactly. Keep the change. <laughs> I'm enjoying this uh, story right now about how there's a, a famous relic going to be coming to Victoria. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's my own culture, my own background, so I have to like laugh at that, you know, the traditions and everything that even I grew up in. The arm, the forearm, the almost 500-year-old forearm of St. Francis Xavier is coming to Victoria's Roman Catholic Cathedral this month as a part of a cross-country pilgrimage tour. In, in, in cer- certain religions, and Roman Catholicism, one of them certainly, is a big thing. If you have like anything that belonged to someone who is a saint or a famous person um, or a part of their body, like in this case, it's like a mummified, disgusting, there's a picture of it in the newspaper today, hand or forearm. Okay. That's called a relic, and it, and people want to look at it. Wow, that's cool, though. Do you have to be like a member of the church in order to go see it? Because I want to see that. I doubt it. I think that, yeah, you can go and just look at it. I think everyone can just go and look at it. I don't think they're checking you for baptism when you go to the front door. Can we look at that thing? I don't think so. Get out of here, you. Yeah. Right? Kicking you out. Yeah, no. You don't <laughs> seem very Catholic. Let's see a sign of the cross. You're on the street. Yeah. No, no, I think everyone can just go look at it. Okay, cool. I would like to see that. I think I kind of would, too. Yeah. kind of neat, right? Is it all, like, mummified-ish? What does it look like? Yeah, it's, like, in a special case. Does it include the hand? The hand's on there, yeah. Okay. So just imagine, like, what a, like a shriveled, trunky up shrinky-dink mummified hand looks like inside of a weird case. And the forearm's there, too, but, like, I don't know if it's cast in bronze or something like that. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. You'll be able to approach the relic and have an opportunity for a brief prayer. You're supposed to pray at, oh. the, at the mummified. Are you allowed to take a pic? Oh, good question. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Ask, you can ask that when you get there. Do you know when it's arriving? No. Sorry to put you on the spot okay. with all these questions. I'm so curious. I would like to leave a relic for my family. What would you leave? I don't know. I don't really own anything that I like that much. 
you know, but yeah. I but I oh, I have a feeling it'd be something dumb. I feel like it would be like my watch strap, my Apple watch strap. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, oh, I thought you meant like a part of your body. Yeah, you could leave a part of your body, but I don't want to have the my 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 forebearers to like. Uh, or no, wait, that's the people who came before you. What's after bearers? Sure. I want my children, my ancestors. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's before as well. <laughs> I, I wish children. I could help you, but I understand what you're saying. Right, my yeah, children's children have to deal with like a mummified piece of my body. I yeah. think that's gross. Yeah, just leave your Apple Watch. That's a good idea. What about my eyebrows? Check <laughs> oh. these sweet caterpillar eyebrows out. Right, if I could mummify those and leave them, and then it would be a great at Christmas party. Like the <laughs> jokester of my children's children would go out and get. Grandpa Paul's eyebrows out. This is so gross. And put just, them on and then wiggle them. We need to get out of this hole that we're creating right what now. What would Let's you leave, Jen? It. If you would leave a relic um, of something. A nice note. A note? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's nice. <laughs> so it's going to be here on January 27th. Yes. From like 1 till 10.30 or something at the cathedral downtown. Yeah, that's right. 1 to 10 p.m., yeah. And you can take pics. Yeah. <gasps> nice. Yeah, nice. It's pretty cool. It's not like mummified. It's like incorrupt. Oh. Uh, it's not like wrapped up in anything or like cast in bronze or anything like that. It's just we think he was super holy and that's why he's not decomposing in the same way as a normal person would. That's right. Like five, 500 years, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because the normal person, mm-hmm. that's right. It's not mummified. I've I heard stories about this growing up too, right? Like where someone just doesn't decompose. They don't oh. turn into a skeleton because they're so powerful with the force or whatever Whoa. that they just turn into yeah it's like what, what do you call it uncorrupt incorrupt yeah incorrupt that's why it yeah, looks right. like not it's not just a skeleton even though it's been 500 years that's so yeah. cool does it have anything to do with the little case that it's in though man uh no the case is just for like um so people don't like, sneeze on it it's not like hermetically sealed or anything like that mm. but like the rest of his body is in india where he did all his missionary work and like the whole body is like that wow <sighs> spooky yeah. That's yeah, really cool. Crazy. Wow, yeah, I want to go see like, that. Yeah, do it up. Sweet. Cool. Good uh, heads up, man. We thank you very much for reading to the end of the article like I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I pose this to you and you don't have any. I know, <laughs> you I have know. none. <laughs> you don't, but I guess you just don't walk around throughout the day just becoming aroused at things. But <laughs> the question I asked you was, is there anything in, like, day-to-day life that's just a normal, like, everyday routine or, like, a behavior that's just part of life mm-hmm. that, like, you find really, like, attractive that has nothing to do with sexiness or anything like that? So the example I gave to you is I read somewhere, and you can tell me this is dumb or not. I think I know that you think it's dumb. <laughs> but I read somewhere that uh, heterosexual women really find it very attractive when men are wearing like a suit jacket or like mm. a blazer. Yeah. And when they go to sit down and they'll they'll have one of their buttons done up and then they go to sit down and they'll there's this quick maneuver that guys make where they just like will quickly undo the button to sit down. Yeah. And then I've I've read that uh that just drives ladies crazy. No, You've no. You've never heard of this? No, well, it doesn't drive me crazy. Like, oh yeah, very logical because that will get in the way and it might pop off. So <laughs> good for to, you. That's yeah. very logical. Good His job. His gut is going to pop the button yeah. if he doesn't undo it when he sits down. Yeah. I wouldn't say I would be aroused by that, though. I'm not saying aroused. I'm just saying, like, just, you find it. Oh, we undid a button. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. All right. Me. But what what is it that you like? So the one thing that I think of yeah. 
is uh, do you ever see girls when they're riding in the passenger seat of cars and they've got their uh, feet up on the dashboard? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I just think that's so cute. It just melts my butter. It just is so... <laughs> it just... And you know what? The more I thought about it, I'm sitting here thinking about why that is. I think it's because it reminds me of like summer days and we're going out to a lake or something and there's no shoes on. So it's just like flip-flops kicked off and, you know, get cozy in the car. And you never would do that. No girl would do that riding in a car with someone that they weren't very comfortable with or in love with or something like that. Right. So just that brings me to a place of riding in a car with a girl like that. And it's just the best of days. Things are good. No one's fighting. No one's upset. Everyone's in love with each other. Everyone's yeah. giggling and happy. You know what I mean? That's really nice, Paul. Yeah, because it reminds you of, you know, probably experiences in the past. Sure. Attached to good times. That's right. good. But it's also, uh, I want to warn you about that. Yes. Don't go telling girls to put no. their, their feet on the dashboard because it's actually really dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. If you got in an accident with your feet on the dashboard, I'm looking at a whole bunch of articles, people warning, do not put your feet on the dashboard. This is so dangerous because if you get hit, yeah. think about it. Your legs come back, break your nose. Yeah. I'm sorry to ruin all of this for you. No, I You're going to be terrified the next time you see a girl with her legs on the dashboard, but <laughs> gonna, yeah. Your legs down. Get it down. It's dangerous. It's so cute. You're so cute. Please stop. <laughs> You'll break every bone in your body. If that airbag goes, you're done. Exactly, Paul. But I watched a Mistbusters thing that mm-hmm. said you couldn't die from it. Oh, no matter what? It said that you couldn't die from it. You would break, you would shatter every bone in your oh. leg, but you wouldn't die from it. I feel it. like that's worse. <laughs> 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 Living with every bone broken. Mm, yeah, it's a, it's a high price to pay it, for a cutie maneuver. Yeah, totally. Imagine if guys could break every <laughs> bone in their arm by unbuttoning their jacket, their suit jacket. Ooh, that went wrong. <laughs> I know, we just both kind of skimmed this headline, but we both really liked it that this uh, woman tried to bring back a Christmas tree. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was a live Christmas tree, right? Yeah, it was at Costco in California. And uh, someone on Reddit posted a photo and she's, they're like, this woman is trying to return her Christmas tree, in quotes, because it is dead on January 4th. <laughs> they said the, they saw the whole thing go down with my own two eyes about 30 minutes ago. And yeah, that was that's it. Some balls. I don't know if she actually got to return it or not, but what a smart move. <laughs> well, if it worked out, like, yeah, pretty good. Because, you, you know, there are some places, and I don't know if Costco in Canada is quite like that, but... You know, maybe in the States, but they just get a reputation. It was like, oh, they'll take back anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, just pl- buy a video game system, play it for a month, and then just bring it back and then be like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah. And they'll give you your full money back or what? Right? Like, some places get those reputations and people try and take advantage. Totally. What was the story you were telling me? Oh, so I used to work at a grocery store in the customer service section, and there was a pharmacy attached to the store. And someone came back with a, a pregnancy test in their hand. <laughs> and was like, I'm returning this. I was like, oh, 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 what's uh, the reason for returning? She's like, I didn't get the results I wanted. And I was <gasps> like, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to put it in a bag? So I gave her a bag. She put it in there because, you know, there's pee on there. Yeah. And uh, then she gave it to me. And I was like, okay. I mean, I've never had a return for a pregnancy test before. But sure, I'll give it to you. Here's your money back. Bye. That was probably the right move for you. I think so. I feel bad for whoever who had to deal with it next down the line. Yeah. But 
Best that you just got it out of your Exactly. Hands. Smart move, though. Yeah, wow. Save money where you can. <laughs> yeah, that's right. you got to save up for diapers now, <laughs> yeah. oh, I assume. Oh, no. Quick fun story. Go on. The wind picked up a little bit yesterday. <gasps> yeah. blustering around and the leaves were getting picked up and I noticed there was a bunch of feathers getting picked up in the wind as well. I was like, where are these feathers coming from? Turn to my left right by my car. There's a destroyed pigeon right by my car. Still there. I don't know what to do with that. What do you do? Hanging from something? Um, Apparently it was. Talked to my roommate and it was hanging from the tree above but then dropped. Okay. But what do you do with that? What do you think destroyed it? I think a raccoon. There's a family of raccoons <laughs> that live in my my house area. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they get to the pigeons or something. But what uh, do you do with that? I think I would just leave it for the raccoons to finish the job. Oh, but it's gnarly. Yeah. Then I would take an old broom and I would sweep it up and I would, I don't know, put it in a bag and throw it in the garbage. What else okay. do you do? Yeah, throw in the garbage. Garbage or uh, compost? Uh, I would just garbage it. Just garbage. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for the advice. We're going to get a bunch of text messages now. Actually, um, no, pigeons go in a separate bin. The pigeon bin. The pigeon <laughs> bin, duh. If I you know what know. to do with a dead pigeon, please text us. Let me know. Leaving it for the raccoons to finish the job is totally an option, though. Okay. I'll give it to my cat. Do not. <laughs> Someone oh. text in and say that you should Oh, definitely- Rachel. Rachel. Love you, Rachel. She says, compost that pigeon. <laughs> I guess it's organic matter. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe have like a little memorial by the compost. Mm, Viking funeral. Yeah, could do that. Yeah, are you good with a flaming can... bow and arrow? Yeah, I've been I've been practicing. You have so many hobbies. You're so interesting, right? Jenny West. Thank yeah. you, <laughs> Jen. I didn't, I didn't ask you this because you said you were going to. You promised me you were gonna watch some Letterkenny, my, my my favorite show. Yeah, I watched some of the first season. Or I think all of yeah, all of the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't gone anywhere past that. It's a quick watch. Six, six episodes per season. They just launched the fourth season on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, that was how I spent like Christmas night, <laughs> like when, like Christmas Eve after midnight. <laughs> everyone all went to bed, and I just went. Got into bed with my iPad, put my earbuds in, and laughed and laughed and loved watching. And, like, stayed up all night watching the new Letter Kenny on Christmas. Oh, that's your perfect Christmas. <laughs> Spending <laughs> it with your boys. Yeah, that's right. It's so, so good. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, this is a great show. I think one of the greatest Canadian comedy shows that's maybe even ever come out. It's so funny. It's so specific to small town Canada. There's so many really good, like especially in this fourth season, really good, like super specific Canadian jokes mm. without being all, I don't want to say corner gassy about it. <laughs> right? But it's just like, it's so good. It's so clever. And it's the way they talk. It's like such a clever and specific cadence too. It's unbelievable. And if you're into it too, Letter Candy Live uh, coming to the Royal Theater on April the 3rd. I'm pretty pumped for that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Reminds me of, I mean, when you and I first got together, we did a little... Letterkenny spoof yeah. Vancouver Island problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is no shortage of Vancouver Island problems. So many problems on this island. So what do you reckon? We should do it again? Let's do it again. There are 300,000 people living in lower Vancouver Island. These are their problems. You were caught doing a frowny face in a school zone yesterday. Well, sure, you'd like to support and use those bike lanes downtown, but what are you supposed to buy a new chandelier at Chins & Co. and haul it home on your back like a Durant Lake turtle? Fuck. You gave Tinder a go. 
The four guys on there were all free pile shoppers who lived in their Delica and were looking for an adventure. Good luck finding your pair of blunt stones at the front door of a house party in February. Your options for transportation after a night out at the Strath are horse-drawn carriage or human-drawn carriage. Veneto's closed for Renault, so now you gotta choose from one of the other half-baker's dozen world-class craft cocktail joints within walking distance. Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the afternoon zone. Good afternoon. My name is Paul Plastino. Why are you talking like that? That's Jenny West. Yeah. Because today, Jenny, and you, you may have noticed it in our little intro that started the show. Yeah. I'm talking like this. I'm talking quiet today. Today is quiet day for Paul Plastino. No one's going to be able to hear you. Oh, I'll turn up the microphone thing. I'll just, but I'm going to talk quietly. Why is that? Well, today... We had our meeting with Boss Man Johnny. Yep. And um, his piece of advice today to you and I was that I am uh, very boisterous and loud. You are, yeah. And that uh, it's a prominent, dominant trait of my personality. That's what people expect from you. Right? I'm a big, larger than life. uh, Put your hand down. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Too big of hand gestures. Yeah, that's right. Um, And that he said, is it only advice today was that I should try... You know, being soft and sensitive. Okay, but this is creepy. Talking quiet. This is just gross. Is it gross? <laughs> it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know why. why? I don't, I've been trying all I've been trying to like to keep my energy down and I talk like this around it's the just, office. It's almost like condescending a little bit. Is it not? A little bit. I'm not, oh. I'm not trying to be like that. I'm just trying to talk quietly. I don't think I like it. And I think it. I prefer the other Paul. Well, the other Paul is probably more genuine, but this is more sensitive. Do you have some, do you want some advice? Do you have anything going on in your life okay. you need some advice about? Um, I'll be sensitive sure, about Sure, yeah. How, how are things going in your relationship? My relationship's good. My good. Uh, my boyfriend's you know Could, getting hip hmm. surgery next week. So what do we do about that? Well, you know, it's important for you as his girlfriend to be there for him. He's really going to depend on you for not just, you know, physical support, getting things around the house, maybe even, you know, making him a simple meal or whatever. I think he would be, appreciate that. But just emotional oh, support. I he might feel yeah, down no. a little bit. I'm not listening, unfortunately. That. Yeah, from, from you, he's gonna need. We have we're getting you know. ten text messages right now saying, "Please stop this voice now." I hate the new Paul smooth jazz to be playing in the background. <laughs> I need loud and boisterous Paul. <laughs> this is just what we need. So please stop. Quiet time is over. You can talk in an outside voice. I am so sorry oh, to hear that because today is quiet day. No, a yeah. whole day of it. No, I'm serious. I can't like, handle all it all day today. People are gonna think like you're naked in here or something. Why? Smoking a cigar. You have made and it drinking very a whiskey. sexual, Jen, and I no. don't know why. Or like uncomfortable. Colin just I, texted in and says, "Lose the porn star voice, please." What porn are you watching where they're like this? I don't. It's not like porn at all to me. <laughs> okay, so wow. today is quiet. Oh, can I tell you one more thing oh, about? Sh- 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 yeah, that's right. Sorry. Wow, not, that was not really excited. close. <laughs> not too excited. One other thing I heard today. I was at a shopping store. A shopping store. And the girl working was up on a ladder. And so she was closer to the roof and she said she could hear the rain outside pitter-pattering on the rooftop. And she said, you know, I almost wish that we didn't have to um, play loud music in this store so I could hear the rain more. So I feel that, you know, if I'm a little bit more quiet today, you'll be able to enjoy the nice soothing sound of the rain in Victoria as we're expecting... Almost 25 centimeters today. No, <laughs> millimeters, millimeters. <laughs> Lucky us. Lucky us.
Welcome to Quiet Day. Ew, on the afternoon zone. I don't want to be a part of Quiet Day. <sighs> Good afternoon. Thank you for listening to the afternoon zone today. Ugh. My name is Paul Bassino. It's Quiet Day today. No one's listening anymore. I'm trying to keep it nice and quiet. And joining us in the room right now is Bossman Johnny. Yeah, I told on you, Paul. I went down to Bossman's office and tattled pretty good and said, Paul is refusing to talk in a normal voice now. But you can't tattle on me when it was his idea. I don't know if this was his idea. Boss? Bossman? Well, first of all, I don't even know why we're doing this. Why are we even airing this stuff on the air? It's just beyond me, first of all. And, Paul, that's not what I told you. What I told you was that, you know, you want me to be honest here? Yeah, you want yeah, me yeah, to yeah. tell everybody what I talked to you yeah, about? Yeah, I thought it was really Okay, so if anybody knows football, as you well know, I'm a football uh, yeah, fan. If yeah. anybody knows football, and it goes way back to John Madden. John Madden was this coach, and he was big and large, and he yelled all the time. And it was just always... Always using the upper end of his voice and always going, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And what I said to you, Paul, was that you have a tendency to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I wanted you just to think about showing some more of the wonderful three-dimensional personality that you have yes. and the range of emotions that you can portray on the radio yeah. by using, instead of this loud stuff all the time, by mm-hmm. actually uh, being empathetic sometimes and talking sensitively sometimes. The key word here is sometime. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So are you happy that we've discussed this? Yeah, in, thank you. On the air like this now? Yeah. But it, don't you think it's a... Yeah, but, you know, I, I thought about no, it. No, because what you're doing is you're going from one extreme to another. And what I really think, if you really want, want to know what I'm really thinking here, yeah. I think what you're doing is you're trying to, um, you know, sort of make fun of me not by all. doing this. Not at by all. By going, oh, John wants me to talk so <laughs> Not at all. So, you know, I think I'll do that. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. And I want you to stop. Really? Yeah, stop it, Paul. This, also, I thought quiet day. Wait, no, quiet day. day. No stop. more. You're doing it to bug we me. We don't. I'm not. You know what, Paul, Paul, it's working. So just stop. <laughs> okay, you you bug me. It's done. <laughs> so just stop. I'm really getting hell now. <laughs> no. Just stop. <laughs> I don't know if I can go back. Wait, are you I, stuck I in that boy? I might be stuck here now. I, oh, it I... took me a while to like gear into this mode. You're getting out of it. You're slowly. Let's do an exercise. <clears throat> All right. I didn't. I really didn't do it to make fun of him. I just thought it would be a fun idea. <laughs> and for practice, you know. Practice for what? To, to like jazz to radio. Sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> well, I hope I didn't really hurt his feelings. The city of Calgary has canceled a nudist swim at a public pool after an outcry from the public. James McLaughlin, acting director of Calgary Recreation, says the city has decided that the volatile opinions about the event created a safety concern. The Calgary Nude Recreation Club has had sold out tickets for a swim night on Sunday. Organizers have pointed out such events have taken place in other cities with no objections. Oh, no, don't chime in with that gross voice. Yeah, I was going to chime in, but I think I'll just leave it. Yeah, not on this one. I have many opinions that I would like to convey in a soft and sensitive way, but I think maybe today's not Since the day. Since it's a quiet day and you're only talking in a quiet, weird voice, it's not the day. <laughs> not the day. Okay. This is just my voice, just <laughs> quietly. Does that uh, make it weird? Okay. Yes, it is weird. It's weird. My name is Jenny West. Thank you for listening to The Afternoon Zone. 
Oh, no. Things are getting a little bit heated here at the station. Well, Paul Plastino has decided that he's going to be using his quiet voice throughout the entire day. And, uh, you know, we can't have that. Zoners are not happy with it. And right now we have boss man Johnny uh, with me. Hi, boss man. Hey, how you doing? So, Paul's gone. I'm now taking over the show. Yeah, he's... um, What's going on? Well, how best to describe this? You know how when... um, you know, if if you've got kids and one of the kids is, you know, goofing off, oh, yeah, and told them to stop, and they don't stop, and you know, so you use you know a parenting technique, which I had to do with Paul. I put him in a timeout. Oh, oh, so he's in a timeout. Yeah, yeah okay. he's in a timeout. So, so, um, so it's the Jenny and John show. We gotta do a oh show together. Our dreams are coming this is true. So cool, this isn't is it? so nice. I know, and it could, you know, it could turn out to be a permanent thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a show on the zone. You hey, know? Boston, do you want to do the weather for me? I'd love to. Oh my gosh, here. I don't know if you can see the screen. Do you have your glasses no, on? I don't need a screen. Okay, uh, what's right it now, like? The temperature is five degrees. The rain has stopped in Greater Victoria. There's a slight little drizzle, but expect more rain today and tonight and uh, rain tomorrow. It's going to drop down to about maybe two or three degrees tonight, and tomorrow it's going to be up to about maybe five again, but expect more rain. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, no that problem. Was great. What oh, and the higher ele- elevations, yeah. watch out. There could be some snow. Oh, yeah. I heard there's some actual uh, snow on the Malahat already. There you go. Oh, this is just such a pleasure, John. I know. It's what too a great, much fun. This is way too much fun. Thank you. Your weather is and brought to you. keep those texts coming in. Oh, yeah. Do you know what someone said about you, boss man? What's that? They said you have a sexy voice. Oh, have you ever been told that before? No. Well, you can thank Angie for that one. Angie. Angie, yeah. You, you got her phone number there? I do, yeah. You can have All it. Right. Cool. <laughs> Hope You're- my wife's not listening. <laughs> and I guess I'm back to normal voice. I got put in a timeout and... Uh- I'm just going to go back to normal, I guess. You know what, Paul? It's really nice to have you back to normal. We mm. love the Paul that you are. You don't need a change for anyone, okay? No. We love you. Because I can talk low sometimes, too. Well, just do sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes I get high, and then it goes, it's a flux. But uh, it's all well and good, I think, anyways, mm-hmm. today, because what we found out in the news was that I couldn't even comment on these <laughs> multiple stories that featured... A bunch of nudity mm-hmm. without sounding like a real creepy perv. Yeah, that voice doesn't mix well with the nudity mm, stories. No, but uh, please present a nudity stories to me. Well, there's another one in the news. Yeah. Um, there have been a series of complaints from a man in Duncan who is complaining about excessive nudity in change rooms at right. uh, one of the recreation centers there. And uh, yeah, just says that it's unfair that they're making it so uncomfortable for others with their nudity. And he's specifically relating this to elderly people i guess at the at the the pools who get changed into their swimsuits yes. and feel comfortable in the change room yeah being nude because you know i imagine you've never been in a men's change room <laughs> but you maybe you've, you know the rumors mm-hmm. and it's true it's a free-for-all in there yeah. it's the wild west and especially for old men they're like i lived this long and i maybe even saw a war or two I'm walking around nude. Well, that's the thing. What is a naked body going to do? At this point, they're like, I have more things to care about right now. You seeing me nude is not one of them. Maybe that's the thing about, like, as you get older, you're just like, yeah, my body's terrible now. Everyone look at it. I don't care. I spent all this time in my youth. My my body was gorgeous, but I was like, ooh, and shied it away, mm-hmm. h- hidden under a towel. But now I'm old and it's gross. And you know what? Good. It's not gross. It's beautiful. Everybody is beautiful. And I've learned that through my wisdom of old age. 
So yeah, I'm going to walk around naked. I mean, I want to be sensitive to this guy. He feels awkward. He feels weird about too much nudity in the change room. Mm-hmm. Um, I would suggest to him or to anybody who's like that, number one, it's a trick that I use all the time, stare at the floor. Yep. That's the classic. You stare at the floor. Eyes on the ground there. Eyes on your own prize. <laughs> and, and, um, and then otherwise, too, and they even say this in the article, it's like, are there not kind of like cubbies and cubicles and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. Kind of more private change areas? Exactly. For people who maybe are not as comfortable in that sort of setting, you can go into the change room usually and lock the door and have privacy. And that means privacy for you and your own body and other people's as well. So as much as I feel for the guys, like, okay, he grew up, that's just how he is. Mm-hmm. I would love like a little bit of a like a, a dulling on this like nudity is bad edge, yeah. right? Everyone just like hates everyone's nudity. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to come from this complaint, but uh, interesting that it's an ongoing thing. This is Quarter to News in the Afternoon Zone. Here's Jenny West. The ride-sharing company Uber is stating its business case as B.C. politicians discuss ride-hailing today in Vancouver. NDP Green and Liberal MLAs are hearing from expert witnesses like Uber CEO Michael Van Hannan. Our goal is to actually replace your reliance upon your personal automobile. And so that's really our thrust, and we'll be able to share some information from other cities about ride sharing and taxi and car sharing and bike sharing and how they all work as part of an eco- transportation ecosystem that allows people to reduce their reliance on personal automobiles. A report is expected next month. I hope this is how this uh, conversation and this discussion goes. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, uh, we are the last bastion, the last place in all of civilized humanity that doesn't have this. That That is embarrassing. We all agree that's embarrassing? Yes? Murmur, 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 yeah, it's been embarrassing, embarrassing. Oh, I know, okay, okay. all right, well, let, let's try and get it, get, let's get it going here as soon as possible. Because are we all embarrassed? We all agree we're embarrassed? Yes, 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 embarrassed, embarrassed, embarrassed. Okay, let's get it going immediately because we're the last place on planet Earth without this. Yes, 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 yes. If the conversation is anything but that, I'll be very sad and disappointed. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, though. There's so much pushback with Uber in Vancouver. But why? I don't know. I don't, I guess taxi companies and things like that. You know, yeah, but that kind of, exists everywhere. Yeah. That's over, everywhere where Uber came in. And guess what still runs? Taxis. Yeah. Guess what never happens? Bad safety things. Right? All the boogeymen they get to put up on their sticks, and they're just like, oh, I don't think we should do. That happened. That's happened everywhere where Uber's been rolled, rolled out. Mm-hmm. So we're still doing that? Th- that's what I mean. Do not waste breath on these boogeymen, please. Be embarrassed for the last ones, and let's roll it out, and let's get her going here. I'm with you. I do really want Uber because I want to be a driver myself. I don't think your car's new enough. Oh, damn. I'll have to get a new car. <laughs> I'm never going to be an Uber driver <laughs> unless someone wants to hitch on the back of my scoots, <laughs> which I don't have anymore. I'll get a wagon and pull people around the city. Okay. All right. Next story. The hashtag Oprah 2020 is trending on Twitter after Oprah Winfrey's speech at the Golden Globes. Political and media analysts say the idea of Oprah running for the White House may not be so far-fetched, with one noting she is richer and a better TV star than Donald Trump. Uh, Winfrey's longtime partner, Stedman Graham, told the Los Angeles Times that it's up to the people whether she will be president, adding that she would absolutely do it. She's been actively thinking about it. Is that so? That's so. So we could see that. I saw a really good point made about this that, you know, between Trump and now we got Oprah and 
I don't really think this is how democracy is supposed to work. This is more like feudalism. Yeah. Everyone pick a billionaire, pick a lord, right? And then swear fealty, because that's the other thing that's happening too, right? Is people just, they don't really think about the facts that are going on around or the issues. They just are like, nope, my political stance is this way. This mm -hmm. is my guy, and I swear my life to them forever, right? They cut a big thing down their hand, and they swear a blood oath, and that's just how they vote for the rest of all time. That's <laughs> It's feudalism. It's interesting because, yeah. yeah, we've kind of moved away completely from actual, like, politics and politicians running countries. Now people are like, this famous person has the same views as me, so I'm going to side with them, right? <laughs> they, do they know how to run a country, though? Are we seeing that Donald Trump can run a country? I don't know. He is doing it. He is running a country, but is it... Well, anyway. Oh, well. I could rant about this for days, but... Interesting. And look, could, we're not immune either in our country. There's a little no. cult of personality celebrity thing going on with our own mm -hmm. prime minister this time around. You know, are we voting on based on policies and ideas and issues? Or, you know, that's why I think you take the person out of it completely. That's why it should be like a group of scientists who run everything. That's my idea. Honest yeah. to God. It's just like, we're scientists. We know what we're doing. We, we're immune to lobbyists and bribes and all that stuff, all the money, take all the money out of politics and take all the personality out of it and just have a bunch of scientists run everything, I swear to God. That's the next place we should go. Hmm, interesting, Paul. Sydney and North Saanich RCMPs say an urn was found near a seawall on Lockside Drive in Sydney last week, and now they are looking for an owner. The urn is made of blue metal and has a silver ring on the bottom and the top. It was found without a lid. It weighs about 25 pounds and might have been thrown into the ocean. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about this and how people all often are just like, take my remains and then do a thing with it out in public, like throw it in the ocean, oh, yeah. scattered at a beach or like. I, f I did that with my Nana and granddad. Did at you? My, yeah. My aunt lives by the water and we did it off the dock. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to do that? Am I allowed to say I that I did that? I don't think we are, but no, oh. I've been a part of those things as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a relative or. Um, yeah. I remember my grandmother. My nana explicitly said, like, please bring my ashes down to, like, this riverbank or whatever mm -hmm. in the place where I spent my childhood and all this. And I, I seem to remember my dad being like, I'm not doing that. Really? Yeah. Oh. He was just like, what are we, you know, it's like, uh, it's a public place. Mm -hmm. You know, no one wants ashes all around there. But I, but so many people do it. Yeah. But like, in this case, someone threw the whole urn. Maybe. In the ocean, and then it just gets washed up and found again? It could have been. Not entirely sure the story. But if you are missing an urn, you have the story attached to it. <laughs> yeah, no. you're missing an urn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've never seen someone actually throwing an urn into the ocean. Usually, it's yeah. just the ashes themselves, the right? Yeah, 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 the scattering of it. But yeah. who knows? I think, like officially on the books, again, like I know some women, so many people do it, and it's important to so many people. Yeah, but it's frowned upon. Is it? Oh. I think you're not supposed. I to guess. Be yeah, scattering they probably don't want that. Human remains just all willy nilly no. everywhere. I remember there was one story. I'm going off topic right now, but uh, there was one story about um, someone scattering ashes in the orchestra pit at a theater. Oh yes. Yeah, and that was a huge no no, and they had to like shut it down and get all these cleaners and everything because it's like you know human remains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. But they love the theater. Yeah. My name is Kevin Owens. I run Living Reef Memorial in Canada. Hi. And just just as a thing, mm -hmm. uh, no, it's not illegal to scatter cremated remains in the ocean. Oh, oh. that's good to know. How, however, mm. you should probably use a little bit more discretion than throwing in the whole urn. Yeah. Um, 
Or you could always place them into a living reef and create artificial habitat. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. I would yeah. love to do that. You must yeah. see a lot of people wanting to do things like that or like I've seen a million times online that thing where, you know, you like you get planted at the base of a tree or something like that. Yep. You plant a tree. Um, yeah. Okay. Are there things that you're – places and uh, that you're not allowed to scatter ashes at like right on to the beach? Is that probably frowned upon? Do you know – you probably it's know the rules. Frown, it's frowned upon but it's not illegal. Uh, the only ruling is that B.C. government says you're not allowed to do it in the watershed area. Mm. Because you're not allowed in a watershed area. Yeah. Right. And you're not allowed to do it on private property without consent. That's it. it. Those are the rules. Yeah. Other than that, they just say use discretion. If you're on the beach and somebody's building a tank castle, (laughs) come back later. (laughs) Move move further down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, good to know. There you be. That was episode 15 of the PJ Party Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We are working on getting our podcast onto all platforms. Right now, you can download it on iTunes. You can also download it on your favorite podcasting app. I use Podcast Addict. That seems to work really well with me. It would be amazing if you could also rate our podcast. There's a few stars. I think you just press one of the stars. Leave a little comment as well. That's greatly appreciated because some people don't like to listen or read things until it's been podcast Yelp reviewed or whatever it's called. So that's nice. Also tell your friends. And if you want, you can listen to Paula and I's show at 2 o'clock in the afternoon until 6 o'clock on weekdays. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.